From November to March, the winter winds are harsh. On the fields and the marsh, they're covered up with snow. When you trudge to the shed, you have to scratch your head because the dad blamed piles getting low. Wood, firewood. There's not a stove in the world that'll do you any good without wood. We could be outing, out cutting more wood. From the poet Dylan Buston. Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Aonajo Almanac, a collection of natural and unnatural events, rank opinion, and wild speculation devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. This is the Almanac for March 27th to April 3rd, 2015, the first quarter to the full pink moon. And here are some natural events for this quarter moon. Your commentator spent several hours digging firewood out from under the snow drifts this past week. Note to self, remember never to move into a house with no woodshed just before the coldest, snowiest winter in living memory. This uh, provided ample occasion for ruminations about the suitability of wood as a fuel compared to fossil fuels. There are some similarities, after all. They both come from trees. Fossil fuels come from trees that have been dead for millions of years, while firewood comes from trees that were alive a year or two ago. So which is the better fuel? We know that wood is not the cleanest fuel for heating your home. Wood smoke is notorious for carbon dioxide and other gases, as well as particulates. Slow wood fires, as in airtight stoves and wood burners, are particularly noxious that way. Older stoves tend to have more complete combustion, though they do require more wood for the same amount of heat. Wood, however, is a completely renewable resource. It is also locally sourced. It provides jobs and boosts the local economy. The secondary costs of refining and transporting are reduced. It's far less polluting to use a fuel from a few miles away than a fuel that was drilled in North Dakota, refined in Texas, shipped to Portland or Searsport or Bucksport, and then trucked to your house. Wood also has the advantage of offering a certain amount of rugged independence. There's no more anxious wondering whether the fuel truck is going to make it to you through the snow when you have a good supply of wood on hand and stoves to burn it in. And last, there's the beauty of it, the perfume of the wood, the artful variations of the grain with no two pieces alike, and the sweet smell of wood smoke coming out of your chimney. We can't all heat with nothing but wood, but when you consider everything, it's a great choice for heating your home through a main winter. Here's a field and forest report. According to the old farmer's almanac, chipmunks emerged from their hibernation this past week. How the old farmer knows that is beyond me, but you may have uh, detected certain olfactory indications of skunk activity on warm recent days. Meanwhile, Maine's totemic black bear slumbers away for a few more weeks. 
Winter is a time of death for many animals, deer, fox, moose, that stay active all through the cold season. But not so for bears. They bear their young in the den in January, and the cubs emerge in April, ready to rock and roll. So here's a rank opinion. Hibernation is a very successful survival strategy for those creatures that can manage it, including many northern mammals and some of our neighbors, too. Little or no food is needed. There's virtually no danger from predators. And just imagine the epic dreams they must have. It really sounds a lot better than digging around in the snow for some wet firewood. And finally, a couple of seed pods for you to carry around with you. First from the philosopher Francis Bacon. Old wood best to burn. Old wine best to drink. Old friends best to trust. And old authors best to read. And the Zen proverb. Before enlightenment, chop wood, carry water. After enlightenment, chop wood, carry water.